The goal of the book is for you to take action. It's for you to go do the thing. Go try. Give yourself a chance. And so throughout the whole book, we have um, journal prompts. So I ask you a lot of questions. I get you really like thinking outside of your comfort zone. So you build that excitement and, and want to go try the thing that you're being called to do. So trusting yourself and taking imperfect action are really the two main messages. Welcome to the Author's Leverage, the podcast where we explore the journeys that await you beyond your book. I'm your host, Parshel Tashi, and in each episode, we connect with best-selling authors, publishing experts, and industry pros to unveil the pathways that enable you to leverage and amplify your book for extraordinary impact and income. Whether you're a seasoned author or just embarking on your authorpreneur adventure, prepare to be inspired. Today, we're joined by a guest who's going to share some invaluable insights with us. But before I introduce them, I want to invite you to download your copy of our ebook and its companion digital workbook. It's called Five Ways to Get More Bang for Your Book. It's a comprehensive guide to supercharge your author journey, and you can find it below this episode, along with where you can connect with us on social media, subscribe, and rate the podcast. Now, let's dive into today's episode and take a sneak peek into the future of your success as an author. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of The Author's Leverage. Today, I'm joined by Jennifer Jane Young. She actually just released, she just got her author copy of her book in her hand today. I showed it to me before we jumped on. She is the new author of Say Yes to Your Yes, How to Trust Your Gut and Take the Leap. So excited for this conversation today. We're going to talk about her journey in this book, but then also give some advice for authors who are going down this path, especially if you believe in the power of intuition. Let me introduce you to Jennifer. Jennifer Jane Young is a Canadian speaker, author, and intuitive leadership advisor to entrepreneurs and business leaders around the world. Since 2011, Jen's leadership roles have spanned several continents from leading a community of 5,000 entrepreneurs for the International Trade Center as a United Nations consultant to advising startups and multi-million dollar businesses. Jen is the founder of the School of Intuitive Leadership, a hub and online community where heart-centered, impact-driven entrepreneurs learn to embrace their intuitive wisdom, experiencing deeper transformation, alignment, and growth in their path toward success. And through her workshops, talks, and her signature podcast, Finding Your Flow, Jen has helped global entrepreneurs change the paradigm in how they lead their business, transforming lives in the process. And today, Jen is living her dream. She's between Mexico and the Canadian countryside with her two rescue dogs, Bailey and Johnny. So I'm so excited for you guys to meet Jen and for us to have this conversation. Jen, welcome to The Author's Leverage. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I'm such a huge lover of authors. So anything that I can be part of that is supporting authors in any way, I'm in. And I'm just honored to be here with you. That's amazing. And you have such an impressive uh, bio in terms of your story, your journey, and a lot of really key words that are just buzzing when I hear them, like intuitive business leadership advisor. That's, I love that. And again, talking about the power of intuition, I would love for you to share a little bit about your journey from you were talking about in your bio being a consultant to now being an advisor to businesses and now a published author. Tell us a little bit about your journey. Yeah, my journey has been filled with duality, to be quite honest. Anytime I've tried to find this like one path or this one niche or this one offer or one business, I felt so restricted in my life. And so my journey has been just a lot about following my intuition and my creativity in the moment. So what what is wanting to be expressed through me 
creatively and following that. So that has led me to being a yoga teacher and yoga therapist, to business coach, advisor. And I just really started to lean into the more intuitive side of business because it's the one that I felt was more expansive, that was more fun, that was more creative. And it gave us so much more freedom to just be who we are and follow that thing we want to follow. And the more I started to do research on the leaders that I was really inspired by in my life, such as Richard Branson and Oprah, they are extremely intuitive in their way of leading and running their businesses. So it was a confirmation for me of, oh, okay, I'm not the only one doing this. And it, this is not, I'm not the only one that this feels good for because any kind of traditional route never really felt good to me. And so even when I became a United Nations consultant, I was fully leaning into my creativity and intuition. And they even gave me space to lead a talk on intuitive leadership in one of their like international virtual events one day. So I just, I really believe that you don't need to fit yourself into any kind of mold that you think you need to. You can really create your own and make life and business make sense for you, whatever that looks like. Absolutely. And I love the way you put that. It can be a personalized experience, right? Something that really fits for us as opposed to us needing to fit into a, a certain mold. And I love just, again, the concept and the topic of intuition. I'm curious from your perspective, how do you define intuition and, and why do you feel like it's such a relevant, important topic for today? There's a lot of ways in which we can define intuition, and I define it in different ways based on who I'm speaking with, depending on the level of openness. But intuition for me is the constant guidance from that higher self that we all have, right? That wise uh, part of us that for me is like our soul. And also, I feel and believe that intuition really comes through the right brain channel where our right brain is really where we play with intuition and creativity and imagination. It's like where we hang out when we're kids. And so like intuition is translated to us through our physical body, through our brain, through the right side of our brain. But for me, it's really this, I think we're born and we're sent here into this life with this roadmap to grow into the highest expression of the human that we can be. And our intuition is like that roadmap that's just always whispering to us, hey, go here. Hey, try this. Hey, go play in this area. Hey, you need to write a book. Hey, you need to start a business, whatever that is. Um, so I think it's the guidance that leads us to really the richest life that we can have, not just financial, but like in terms of experience. Absolutely. And what sparked when you said that is this concept of imperfect action, because it, when you're flowing in this space, it really, you really develop a relationship with mistakes and failure and <laughs> what that means, what that looks like. So imperfect action, I know you talk about in your book, can you expand a little bit on, on that as well and how it's played a role in your life, right? And just taking imperfect action. Yeah, it's a constant learning. Even when I, with this book, I so wanted it to be perfect. And essentially when we're trying to, when we're trying to take perfect action, essentially what we're doing is we're trying to control or micromanage every step, every part of our life or every part of the project that we're working on. Imperfect action is for me, 
in a sense, an act of self-love of just giving yourself a whole lot of grace and allowing yourself to just go out and explore life and try things, allow yourself to grow. And for me, imperfect action also is about honoring the messy middle. There's a chapter in the book that I call the messy middle. And that's where like the most growth happens. That's where we have the most fun when we're kids and we go out and we just like take mud or sand and then put water on it and then add some sticks and it's like a big hot mess but we discover all kinds of things about nature about life about what we like what we don't like so for me like imperfect action is the kind of the only way forward to really grow and expand as a human being and reach new levels of success joy whatever it is that we're craving in our life and our business when we try to control things too much, which happens through the the left brain, it's because we're trying to stay safe, trying to keep all the pieces together, make sure nothing gets messy. And by doing that, we just essentially experience the same thing over and over again, instead of having like brand new, fun, refreshing experiences. And like there, I know it's super tacky to say, but there are no mistakes really. It's just this constant journey of growth and learning. Yeah, absolutely. Because there's so many things that come up that I think prevent us and keep us, if you will, or get in the way of us being in this flow. What are some of those common challenges and roadblocks that come up in that regard that you've noticed? Yeah, I think it's definitely our past, whatever we've experienced in our past that has created some kind of fear or worry or low self-confidence that gets in the way of us just going out and doing the thing. It's also just Again, not slowing down enough to activate the relaxation response in our body. When we're in our relaxation response, where where we call rest and digest, that's when we can like eat and digest our food and digest life and just enjoy. That's when we experience flow, right? When we're in our more of our stress response or overthinking. So leading our lives through the left brain that's trying to control every little piece and make sure that nothing gets out of hand then that overthinking creates analysis paralysis and then we just stay stuck or we just keep dreaming of the thing that we want to do and we don't do it because the ego likes to shame us for making a mistake or what it considers to be a mistake. And I think it's like giving the ego back its proper job, which is to keep us safe, which is a good thing, right? We all want to stay safe. I always say the left brain is super important in this life. It helps us look both ways before we cross the street. (laughs) It helps us like build actual business structures. But if you want to unlock growth and some new experiences in your life, you want to do that more through the relaxation response and the right brain field or the right brain lane. It's like you're on the highway and just know which lane to take depending on what you're trying to do. Exactly. Exactly. You put that so well. Put the ego in the seat where it belongs to protect us and keep us safe. But then there's this other part that is going to be that needs that freedom and needs to flow if we're really going to create and uh, make change in, in the world. And I'm curious, I know that when it comes to your story, again, you have such a diverse background. Tech, tech you can tech, you, t- you talk tech, right? That's what yeah. you definitely do. You do intuitive readings. You also do yoga. Right. How have all of these experiences influenced your approach to business and leadership? I think it's given me a whole lot of resilience and flexibility 
and freedom, really, because at the end of the day, I'm teaching the same thing, no matter what I'm doing in my work, right? The essence of my work is the same, whether I'm teaching a yoga class, because I started teaching yoga again, or teaching entrepreneurs how to move forward on their creative journey, or whatever it is that I'm doing, really, it's, the essence is always the same. I just have different vehicles. I don't want to have just one vehicle for doing my work in the world. That feels really boring for me. And I need to be inspired. I need to be challenged also in my work. And so having different vehicles um, allows me to do that. And I think also all of the different experiences that I've had have allowed me or helped me see that I can, we have a purpose when we come here, I think, to fulfill, right? And that purpose is the essence of what we do, right? And it's the same whether I'm in my business or with my family or with my friends or whatever it is. And having all of these kinds of experience has showed me and helped my ego and my left brain relax a little bit and be like, hey, look, this can work in all kinds of different scenarios. Like even the United Nations contract, like I never thought I would have been hired by the UN when I was calling myself any kind of intuitive whatever. So the limitations that you think are there, most of the time they're the ones that we place ourselves for ourselves. And I just encourage people to like, try to really break past those limitations and see that what you're yearning for is possible. If you're yearning for it, it's because it's waiting for you in the future. It's like waiting for you to step towards it. So yearnings are not random, in my opinion. It's that guidance from your intuition. Exactly. It's like the things that you want you to. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. You want you to. Yeah, exactly. Of all the things that you shared in your book and that you've written in your book, What's like the most important message that you want to convey through your book? For me, the most important message is to not doubt any kind of feeling that you have. Uh, to really trust any guidance that is coming to you and take a perfect action on it. Like that, the goal of the book, there's a lot of, you know, I talk about um, intuition. I talk about my experience. I talk about the brain. I talk about the nervous system because I bring together, you know, my um, background in yoga therapy with entrepreneurship and lifestyle. Um, but the goal of the book is for you to take action. It's for you to go do the thing. Go try. Give yourself a chance. And so throughout the whole book, we have um, journal prompts. So I ask you a lot of questions and I get you really like thinking outside of your comfort zone. So you build that excitement and, and want to go try the thing that you're being called to do. So trusting yourself and taking imperfect action are really the two main messages of the book. I love it. I love it. And I highly recommend we're going to make sure that your the book Say Yes to Your Yes is linked here on the episode so you guys can go and check that out and support, leave a review and help this message to get out. I want to shift gears a little bit, Jen, and talk about you as the author. So putting on the author hat and in terms of the entrepreneur hat, <laughs> a lot yeah. of authors are also in your boat of having an impactful message to share. And so when it comes to the actual sharing of that, there's a number of tactics and ways that can be done. In particular, you guys, I've interviewed a lot of authors and never have I seen earrings of the book. <laughs> being 
So if you want, it's, oh, that is so cool. Jen is wearing earrings that are of the book, which has a beautiful cover as well. There you go. Here we go. We can match yes. them. <laughs> and so that is, is a, so I'm thinking, and I've been, to, of course, seeing and following you on LinkedIn and some of the other places. And it's just exciting to see, even before the book is out, just the things that you're sharing. And I would love to hear what you were enjoying about this process of sharing the book. And then also, what are some of the challenges and the concerns that are coming up there as well? Because I know that we all have both. Yeah. How's that been going? It, it's a journey, <laughs> I would say. Now, for me, is the fun part, right? Sharing this book and the teachings with people. But I'm, in one of my assessments, I'm a nurturer and connector. So I love bringing people in to the whole experience. I want people to be part of it with me, which is why I share a lot of the different stages with everyone. I would say finalizing the book was the hardest part for me, like reviewing and reviewing. I was like, oh my God, can someone else do this for me? I don't want to review anymore. Here's my message. Just someone clean it up. So that was the hard part for me, but I was, I had such an incredible team of people around me. And I would say, hands down, the most important thing, surround yourself with incredible people who've done this before, experts who can help you. I had a couple of editors working with me. I had someone helping me with the book launch part, like every single piece. There's all these buttons you need to click for next, next, and it's, it can be really daunting. But I think what I would do differently next time is I would slow things down. I was very excited about the sharing this part now, but I too often put the horse in front of the cart, no, the cart in front of the horse, sorry, on my journey. And so that caused stress for me, essentially. So just the next one, which I've already started writing, I just want to take things slower, give myself more time to just really prepare for this. And not rush the process because it's so special when you put out your book and it's printed. It's so special. I can't even, I think I understand it more now holding it, how special it is. So you really want to take your time for every single piece of it, including the design and all of it. And now it's like the celebration part for me. Like I'm, I had a really clear intention that once this book was out, I want to spend a whole year nurturing this little baby a whole year building things around it, a whole year gathering people together with the book and having these incredible transformational experiences together. So that's the fun part for me because it's not such a solo journey now, although I was supported, like I said before, but this is not something that you can do alone. It's too much. There's too many details and it's really fun to have an incredible team of people around you. Yeah, absolutely. Who who are some of those team members if you want to shout them out? Yeah. Oh, my God. Shouting them out so much. Ali Bertillon. I say her name in French because I have a French in me. Yeah. Ali is the one who actually got me to discover these little earrings. She had them for her book. She's an author and she did the first structural editing of my book. But she's been like even before that, she was by my side, like helping me figure out what is the next step and the next step. And helping me. She helped me finish the book. She sat my ass down and got me to finish the book. And we have a whole funny story around that because when we did our, our live intensive t- together virtually, my whole body shut down. Like I couldn't even keep my eyes open. Mm. It was total like I was hitting a huge upper limit. 
So she's one of them. And then I have Danielle Mendoza, who helped me with the whole launch part of things. She's incredible. She really works specifically with entrepreneurs. I have Jeanette, the writer, who did another part of my editing. She just beautified my words. She was so great. Uh, my friend Maria Amore, who did the proofreading. My friend Guillaume Sige, who did the whole design of the book, who actually listened to my vision. He was the only one who's like, yeah, we're putting a brain on the book. Everyone was like, don't put a brain on the book. <laughs> my intuitive mentor, Monica, who's the one who like taught me everything about intuition. There's just so many people involved. It's crazy. But those are the core people who helped me get really to the finish line. Shout out to the team. <laughs> uh, it it really is amazing. Like you said, there's not much that we do alone or that we can do alone if it's going to be impactful in that way. Shout out to the team. You guys did an amazing job. I can't wait to dive in more. Actually, I got mine in the Amazon cart. So make sure I that soon. But I'm curious as well. One of the reasons that authors who are also entrepreneurs write books is it, it does contribute overall to something you want to accomplish in your business um, or to your own personal growth. Can you also share a little bit about how this book aligns with your overall business goals, strategy, things of that nature? Yeah, absolutely. One of my big long-term goals is to be speaking regularly. For me, this is the first step to speaking. It's always something that I've loved doing and that I see I have the vision of it it's so clear, crystal clear so this year for me is all about getting in front of cameras with people like you or in events or whatever that is and just speaking um to bigger audiences and getting my work out in bigger ways the other part of this one of the things one of the things that we're launching at the school of intuitive leadership this year is a young leaders program so my heart is very much with young adults um older teenagers, young adults, which are the years where I really struggled and suffered when I was trying to figure out how to become an adult and what to do with my life. I really want this book to support that program as well in a lot of different ways. I'm going to be writing many books. This is, again, just the start. So for me, this is really launching my author career, author and speaker career. It's essentially also a way for me to get my I guess the word out to the world of, around my coaching style, I think I have a very unique way of supporting people from what my clients have told me and just making that accessible to more people. And I do have a secret little dream that who knows, maybe this book will bring me to. I have a secret little dream to work on the making of a movie or a series, movie or a series. And I always had this vision of sitting in the writer's room. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I don't know. I have no idea the how to that. I don't know what that is, but maybe this could be some way a connection to doing that one day. <laughs> Absolutely. And I could totally see, I know you mentioned earlier, the things that you're excited to do this year with the book, things are going to launch, conversations being had. What I love about books is that it really has as long of a journey of, as you want, right? So we're talking about series and talking about other experiences we want to create around it, it really, if you think of it in terms of a full lifespan of your book, right, it really is beyond just one or two years. It can extend as you create experiences around it and continue yeah. to bring the attention back to the book in different and unique ways. So I love all the ways that I'm hearing you're doing that. Also, we'd love for you to share. I know that you have a new experience called the Flow Experience, 
which is coming up. Share with the audience a little bit more about that and who that's for and who would be a good fit for that experience. Yeah. So this experience is for women. This is really a sisterhood of women coming together. And it is essentially the experience that I've built for myself over the many years, the last decade, where we're going to be nurturing our intuition, our creativity, our well-being, our physical, mental, and emotional health. So there's like monthly gatherings where we do like some coaching and supporting and helping each other lean into what is that next thing that my intuition is guiding me towards, supporting each other in our creative journeys. There's also going to be yoga and meditation sessions that I will be teaching virtually. So it's a very, very supportive, nurturing experience for women to spend more time in their feminine energy, spend more time in their self-expression. We express ourselves so much through our creativity. I I was recently chatting with a woman who's essentially an artist in hiding, and she does these beautiful paintings. I'm not going to say her name, but if she listens to this, she'll know who she is. And she's been hiding this incredible art for her whole life. And her intuition is like screaming at her to let it out. And so this is the kind of thing that we're going to be doing is like supporting women and following what they want to follow, taking up more space in the world. So that is a really kind of new experience that I've just built that I'm giving myself permission to go all in on. It's going to be really awesome. And then I have the School of Intuitive Leadership, which is a similar experience, but for entrepreneurs, right? This is where we build our businesses and lives from our intuition. I call it uh, right brain leadership. And so it's really for entrepreneurship and business building. And that's where we're doing the Young Leaders Program. So we've got those two great experiences happening, depending on where people are feeling like they need to lean into. I love that. I love that. So 2024 is looking very bright and exciting for a lot of us, especially you. I'm super inspired. Like every time I've talked to you up to now, let's always leave Mm -hmm. inspired. So definitely appreciative of the things that you share and congratulations on your book being out. I remember, again, first talking to you in the midst of finishing up, I think, the first manuscript draft, I think, and then it was born. It's so exciting to actually see it in your hands. So congratulations on that. Um, as we wrap up the conversation, I would love for you to share any last words of advice that you want the the readers to or, or the listeners to walk away with from today, as well as, of course, where people can contact you and reach out with you if they want to connect further. Yeah, absolutely. Please don't be shy to reach out. I love people. I love humans. I love connecting. I love getting to know new people and really inviting them into my orbit. I'm a Cancerian and astrologies bring all the people into my home into my orbit is how I am I am I would also invite people if they have stories that they want to share about a moment where they trusted their gut and they took the leap we're starting a series called my intuition made me do it and I'm going to be interviewing people to share their stories to really demystify intuition and get people to see other people who are doing it too to really help others take action both connecting with me or if you want to share a story you can find me at jenniferjaneyoung.com And I would just say, life goes by really fast. I turned 40 this year, and I know it's still really young, but I'm just really reminding people how fast life goes by. 
and we're meant to enjoy it. We're meant to enjoy it how we desire to enjoy it. And so what I would leave people with is just don't wait. Don't wait for the perfect moment or I don't know when there'll be less fear. There probably won't be less fear. Um, Stepping out of our comfort zone is always a little bit scary, but just live your life how you want to live it. I wish someone would have told me when I was a teenager that I could do that because it was a lot more of a struggle for me to, there was a lot more shame and fear that I moved through trying to live this life that no one else understood, but that I did. So that's what I would leave people with. Just do the thing. Have fun. I love that. I love that. And you and I have been right around the same age. I just turned 40. (laughs) Isn't it the best? Yes. Love it. Congratulations to us. Yes. I think 40, I've been dreaming of being 40 since I'm a teenager. I had the vision of, oh my God, my 40s are going to be important. So I'm loving it. Yes. Thanks again, Jen, for being here. And for those who have tuned in, thank you for joining us. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. Connect with Jen, see what she's up to this year. A lot of exciting things. And thank you all again for being here on the Office Leverage. All right, that concludes another episode of the Office Leverage. And I trust you're leaving today's conversation inspired and equipped to see your book as a source for so many possibilities. Before we part ways, I want to remind you to download your copy of the ebook and its digital companion workbook, Five Ways to Get More Bang for Your Book. Again, it's a roadmap that's going to be useful to help you unlock the full potential of your book. Find it on our website, connect with us on social media, subscribe to the podcast, and share it along with a fellow author. Until next time, remember that your words have the power to change lives. So keep innovating, keep leveraging, and keep making an extraordinary impact. We'll see you next time.